This episode is brought to you by the Mueller Report. The Mueller mm-hmm. Report, free <laughs> on the internet. Use offer code that guy sucks. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted, all caps. My uh, my favorite quote before we dive too deep to end this pre roll. My favorite quote is This is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. So just putting that out there. Can yeah. I quote that one directly from the report? What page is that on, Lux? Um, that is specifically. Uh, I don't know, but it's uh, the first section of evidence under the appointment of the special counsel and the president's reaction. Okay, I'm just going to search for fucked in the PDF. Yeah. Well, this is the beginning of the episode, and I'm fucked, and I'm John Waltz. Uh, This is the beginning of the episode, and I'm fucked, and I'm not John Waltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Super fucked. Welcome. (laughs) Turning this car around. All redacted. All collusion. All collusion. All We're going to get a lot of collusion done here today, gentlemen. A lot of collusion. Parenting. <laughs> Twelve angry Democrats. Uh, it would appear they really have not indexed this, this for very long, are we? By the way, guys. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Try uh, to search in the PDF. You can't. Just, just heads can't up. Can't search that PDF. PDF. The Mueller Report PDF. I love I I just it. say we're going to put the Mueller Report in the show notes, okay? Perfect. Mm-hmm. And then we can move on to other things. <laughs> you can probably use an app like PDF Pen Pro or one of those other things. That, uh... um, no, because you know what? This is a uh, image. There's no text in no, this no, document. No, no, but they, they do the OCR. The, some of those apps do the OCR. I probably should take it in Evernote or something. Yeah. PDF Pen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This episode of The Rebound has been brought to you by the Mueller Report. Okay, right. (laughs) It's Mueller time. Um, No, guys, uh, how has your uh, week been? I know that in the New York system, school vacation starts tomorrow. Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Ours was last last week. (sighs) My girls were already happy. uh, You You got the plans? You got big plans? Uh, well, in the Northeast, the the spring break often overlaps with Passover. Yes, <laughs> um, surprise, and so that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, uh, my sister and her two daughters and her husband are all on an airplane coming to visit me nice. uh, and the rest of the family. So they will be here today, actually, as we record this, and they're staying with us for most of Passover. So that'll be. Are they going to crash at your place? Super fun. They will be crashing at uh, Casa de Friedman. Nice. You're very kind. To put them up, mm. that's uh, don't I know it? Yeah, you're sounding like you're not so excited about that. Oh, of course I'm incredibly excited. There's nothing I like more than having four more people in my house that belong there, and I mm-hmm. can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> all right then. That's that's really awesome. Um, uh, do you have plans? And of course, we'll be hosting Satyrs Friday and Saturday night. Okay, uh, but we use, I think I've talked about it in previous years. We'll be using the Friedman family Haggadah, a Haggadah mm-hmm. that I wrote. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that is much shorter than the, the Haggadah I grew up with. I don't know how much you guys know about Satyrs. Jesus, you know, his last supper was at one, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was growing up, the Seder would start. It felt like, at, you know, 5 p.m., 4.30 p.m. and not end until after midnight. Um, that's not how we do. So, right. You got a time limit use, on that. We use a different 
Regatta. It's a little bit shorter. That's it. Right. Okay. And, and Armstrong, what about you? What are your spring break plans? Well, hold up. Hold up. I got a question about this. Hit me. Why would it take so long? I mean, we, so, we, was there alcohol involved? Let's let's go deep on this. Okay, so Passover is when we tell the story of uh, Jews escaped uh, yes. from uh, Pharaoh's reign in Egypt. Yes. And one of the rules, the commandments surrounding Passover is you drink four cups of wine. Um, mm-hmm. Multiple reasons, but some of it is to forget the grief of having been a slave or to celebrate the joy of being free. Mm-hmm. Um, we were slaves. We don't say they were slaves. We say we were slaves in Egypt. It's, we're supposed to make it very personal. Right. But so the Seder, you tell the story. Seder literally means order. So you're telling the story in order of the the Jews' persecution in Egypt and then uh, Moses leading them out with the grace of God helping out. So big ups to those two. Mm-hmm. And the, the Seder, you tell the whole story. And so I grew up, you know, conservative or conservadox, depending on how you want to label it. But right. we used a reform Haggadah that was all English. I mean, it had the blessings themselves in Hebrew, but it was everything else was in English, which had lots of extras. You know, mm. you, you think about um, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it had mm-hmm. lots of ancillary stuff, or it's like an annotated Shakespeare, where you could read the uh, thing you had to read, but then there was like, here's an essay. Here's the mm-hmm. thing that a Holocaust survivor wrote that is relevant because it relates. Here's the thing that a sure. rabbi wrote. Here's the thing that a sure. philosopher wrote. But don't turn on comments. Right. Yeah. Don't read the comments. <laughs> this post does not. None of it is redacted, by the way. Not one bit. Like, <laughs> wow. I figure at least you're going to redact Slaying of the Firstborn, but no, they just nope. leave that shit in nope. there. Like, Leave it's it fun. there. Leave like, it's there. totally cool to just kill the oldest innocent sons of bad guys. <laughs> right. They just leave that shit there. Um, Question. But so we read Lex. everything when I was growing up. Yeah. Lex, is there any yes. discussion about Moses being a picker? <clears throat> That's a reference. Just want to see if you get it. Just want to see. I don't get it, but I think it's it's called Seinfeld. It's amazing. Uh, there is, uh, is, that, is that, no is reference. Okay. George Costanza gets busted for picking his nose. And, mm. um, and then he was, he made a quote about Moses being in the desert for 40 years. <laughs> Moses was a picker, I think is the end line there. <laughs> Just want to see if that's in the, maybe that's a reformed situation. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that could be a reformed situation. That's possible. But uh, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, I, I guess I would just say this. Um, my Seder I'll I'll see if I can figure out a way to share my Haggadah. I'm sure that it has some copyright infringement in it because I you know, like you know used clip art from the internet and whatnot. It was in my house. <laughs> Clippy. But if there's a way Clippy. that I can PDF it, did gonna, Clippy I'll help you? Is what I'm what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 my plans. But we'll we'll be hosting the family. I do have to work, so I won't be off while the the kids are off. It's a brand new job. You know how it is. But, sure. Uh, yeah, things are good. It'll be good. How about you, Armstrong? What will you be up to over um, this fine spring I'm, break? I'm heading to Utah. Um, the children's mother has got a promotional activity that she's going to be doing for the next few weeks. And so I'll be in Utah with the children. Nice. And I'm looking forward to that. Um, Good. Yeah, it's going to be great. I have logistics questions, but you might not want to get into it. <laughs> like, uh, do you stay in the I'm, house I'm with not them or do they come stay with you? public at this time. Okay. <laughs> uh, just to, to put a point there, um, I'm going to take a, a route here that I hope is mirrored by others. And that is not to discuss, I get it. you know, any kind of a situation. The most important thing mm-hmm. is that I will be with my children and I'm excited about it. They're excited. It's going to be great. There you go. I love it. Okay. Super excited. Well, that sounds really fun. 
It is. Do you, well, are there, look, are there yeah. fun things you look forward to doing in Utah when you're there? Especially 100%. when you're with the girls, obviously. But like, is there yeah. stuff, stuff you like to go do? Well, so this time, um, there's a big movie coming out soon. And <laughs> I'm trying to position it so that I can get... I don't know if Marlo's going to go to the movie is what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, she may want to, but I think... I don't know. I'm just... I'm a little concerned. So I may not see it, like, opening night until I get some parental, you know... Vibes. Is, is this like, a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie or what? What's coming? It's out? a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel movie. Oh, it's the one that everybody keeps talking about in the turning this car around Slack, and I have no idea what anybody's talking about. Yes, so, mm-hmm. that's probably Infinity War. Them, yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's Endgame. called Endgame. Endgame. Do yeah. your research. Mm-hmm. There's no. leaks, guys. Don't 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 watch the leaks. I'm not watching the leaks. Multi likes to be spoiled. Too late. Leaks. Did it spoil? Watched. Did it spoil? you uh i don't i don't it's not spoiled i mean there's a the, the reveals a bunch of stuff but it doesn't certainly doesn't explain everything it was this, the one that i saw was like four and a half minutes long or something like Whoa. that i think there's more out there but i just i saw that and didn't and decided not to look any further but um okay. i enjoyed it and am even more excited about the movie if that was okay. even possible right. so. so i guess i guess my wow. my my issue is I, I would love to see it with lita she's you know she's 15 now she can totally handle it um and I'm just wondering if, um, you know, if Marlo, the big question is Marlo. Can Marlo, can I bring her? And if not, then I'd have to work, you know, like Marlo does have sleepovers and stuff. And that, and I just, I did, I did want to say this when I'm with my kids, it's as they've gotten older, especially if they have activities and things and I'm, and I'm there, I fully support them doing those activities. Like, Oh, I've got a sleepover. Oh, mm-hmm. I got a play date. Oh, I got a study session. It's like, great. I'll take you there. I'll drop you off. If you need a ride, what do you need? I'm there because that's what dads do. And I know that other parents in this situation might not feel that way. They might want to like say, it's my time, drop everything, right. spend time with me. And I just don't think that's smart. I don't think that's good. I don't think it's good for the kids. And yeah, um, and, don't make know. it about you. Yeah, exactly. It's about them. <laughs> So, um, anyway, so I don't have big plans. I think that's the biggest one is the movie. That's the big one. Maybe. Okay. I like it. If I can get tickets. I mean, how did you spend your spring vacation since it has concluded? So we did not go anywhere, (laughs) but we decided (laughs) since we were staying that we would eat out prodigiously. (laughs) Nice. So we did that, which Hank was, um, very much, uh, appreciative of and uh, he had a good I think he had a good time doing that and um, we also we, we made some meals we made some noodles again and we <laughs> so we had this forge that we uh, yes. we had created and this was going to be the big time to we were going to melt some stuff and and uh, and cast it and um, didn't work <laughs> oh no the forge the forge could not melt anything <laughs> So we need to go back to the drawing board on that. Unfortunately, it's not uh, that enough. was a, that was a that was kind of a that was a bit of a bit of a disappointment. Uh, we fired it up and we you know put the crucible in there with some some metal in it and uh, and pretty much nothing happened. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So you know that just me. You know we gotta we gotta figure out what's. I think I'm not sure, exactly sure what what the deal is i mean we basically followed the instructions and, and it just did not do anything so oh man, it's, maybe that the, so maybe sad. the torch that you know the 
propane torch that I got it doesn't get hot enough. I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, I didn't, we didn't shell out. I didn't shell out a lot of money on this thing, so it's not like it's a huge, a huge disaster. But uh, it's clearly, certain parts of this need to be rejiggered somehow. Wow. So yeah, work for the future. Mm. Uh, Man. But uh, you know, it was an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> where we did nothing um what else did we do I'm trying to think of what i'm sure there was something else i was going to mention but now i can't think of what it was uh, mm. you didn't like where my sister not here this weekend i had this incredible plan and not that i couldn't do this but like well i'm sure <laughs> i couldn't do this neither my wife nor sister would approve but i have this vision of having some weekend where I have time, where the kids don't have school on Monday, of watching mm-hmm. like two or even three movies in a day because they have uh, literally never done that. Best. Not once in their mm-hmm. lives. And I think the that best. that would be a lot of fun to do. Oh, yeah. yes. That's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the other thing I was going to mention was uh, one of the things that he got interested in was making, and this happened toward the tail end, so we only did it once, but making um, old style food. So he found recipes from like the 1700s and he became very interested in making uh, that. So we made this chicken dish from the 1700s, uh, which was, which was good. Um, Turns out Karen doesn't like mace, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which was one of the ingredients. Uh, But um, Hank and I enjoyed it. And and then we're going to do today, actually after school today, we're going to make a, another one, a beef uh, um, brisket on on like breadcrumbs with red wine yeah so this is crazy old food that was like that was like from like the 1600s i believe old food wasn't good (laughs) like what what (laughs) well see the thing is i think you're i think you're mostly right because i i tried this years ago i got interested in it too and i tried it years ago and the recipe that i made um uh was was not very good but i think the secret is to try it and then improve on it Mm. And and I think like this chicken dish that we made could definitely you know with some different spices some added spices could could be could be a lot better. Okay, if John and Hank were building a house together right now, they'd be like, "Let's start with straw, and then we'll, we'll we're try the three sticks. Pigs. We're the three pigs we'll of, of cooking. That's what we are. Mm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's try the old <laughs> shitty stuff. See how bad it is, and then we can make it better instead." Life expectancy was lower, and there's, I think that's one of the reasons. <laughs> well, that was just more chicken. salmonella. It wasn't like right. Okay. Question: Where do it you wasn't get lead? Mace to cook we weren't with? eating lead. Right. Mm. Mace. What? Tell me about that. What is it? mace? Like the mace you spray on people who are attacking you? Mace. I guess I assume it's made from the same. Like yeah, it's made from the same stuff, but it's it's just a, you can buy it in the spice aisle. It's just a spice. Oh, I thought it was the Native American word for corn. No, no that's, you're thinking of um, maize. Of maize. Maize. Quetzalcoatl wants a punchline here, and he cannot come over there. Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Quetzalcoatl is the uh, 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 is the savior figure, <laughs> like the god. So, Quetzalcoatl is actually an ongoing Just joke. Just cut all those pauses out, so we sound really, really funny. Yeah, yeah. No, but Quetzalcoatl is a, is an ongoing joke in my extended family, and I will tell the story because it relates to kids and fun and mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. There's a game that uh, board game and party game fans like called Salad Bowl, and numerous companies have made branded versions of it. There's one that I love called Monikers, which has incredible art done by a 
an internet friend of mine. Uh, there's a, a store bought version called uh, uh, Times Up, but mm-hmm. um, uh, but so Salad Bowl and those other variants are a game where there are you know n players. And then there's some large number of clues. It's often only people, but it doesn't have to be. It could be anything. And everybody knows what all the clues are at the start. And then uh, from there, you have three different rounds. In the first round, you can give, it's like taboo style clues. You can give any clues that aren't the name itself to get people on your team to guess it. In the second round, you have to do uh, single word clues. Um, and in the third round, it's basically charades. You can't use any words at all. And it's the same words for each round. And, you know, you're just taking 30 seconds back and forth with the two teams competing to get as many of the words right as possible. And, uh, we played around one time where it was Quetzalcoatl was one of the answers. And when it was my brother-in-law, Josh's turn on charades, he just did a shrug. Like, I have no idea what to do. And everybody shouted out Quetzalcoatl, which is exactly the right answer. (laughs) So that's what I think of every time it comes up. All right. That's good. Those are those are good memories. That's that's what makes these are the hard hitting anecdotes that people tune into turning this card. <laughs> yeah, of this course. And of the course. molar report analysis. <laughs> right. I mean that, that's coming. That's coming. Just hold on, everybody. Huge. We got some we got some follow up to get through. We got, a, we, we got a whole I'm up to page three hundred and seventy four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half segment. We're, we're going just... we're going talk show. We're going talk show on the molar report. Yep, going full <laughs> talk show. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys went to the bathroom. Yeah, but you can you always take your take your listening device with you. No, I mean you too. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Please don't take your recording device into the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, no. The listening device. Not. I'm not talking about the us. We can always just say pause. But and, I'm you know, talking about us. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna like. Yeah. I would say I'm just talking me. about Shaft. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I. I'm I'm gonna try and go away with this. Okay, so one of the things my family was very good at growing up was creating a sense of event around things, and I always wonder if I'm doing a good job with that. I think so. I mean, we had some big stuff over the holidays that was massive, Um, like dream come true kind of stuff for the kids, and um, you know, Make a Wish Foundation kind of stuff, like big deal. And so I feel really strongly about that, that we've, that in that case, yes. But like a lot of times the good memories, like the fun event kind of based memories aren't about like the event. Like it's not that we were in this location. It's that we did this other thing while at that location, but that was not related to being there. We could have done it anywhere, but it just happened to be, you know, on whatever camping trip or Thanksgiving night or whatever it was. And I don't know, like, I'm, I'm just wondering if that's just, I like, I'm overthinking memories and trying to instill a sense of, you know, um, what I'm trying to do. And the reason, the whole reason for it is to try and instill a sense of my family is good to me and for me. And I would love them. And because we're entering the hard years and I, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, I want to like have some foundational stuff to hold the crew together to ride out the storm which may or may not be a bad storm. It might just be choppy. But anyway, yeah, yeah. That's right. I don't know if you followed any of that. You guys are probably skimming the report right now, anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't respond. What report? Guilty. Uh, the no. I mean, I think it is. I, I, w- I was going to say every parent's dream, but certainly not. It's it's my dream as a parent that 
I love how you just framed that though, that, you know, you want your kids to know that, that their family is, is there for them and cares about them and super important. I just want my kids to feel like they can talk to me about anything. I would rather they tell me all the nasty shit they get up to versus Mm -hmm. feel like they have to hide it from me or lie to me about it. So I'm figuring out ways to instill that is tricky. Like just, I have to be very careful about how I address this story. So let me think about it. But just yesterday, um, uh, I was at dinner with the family. We were at a restaurant uh, because in prepping for Passover, the house is no longer really able to be eaten in, and mm. it's good good times being Jewish. But um, uh, Lauren made a comment about a person that she and I know um, from a former job of mine, and uh, it was a disparaging comment. <laughs> and uh, Anya was like, why that disparagement? And I explained to them in detail, which I will not explain to you, dear listeners, um, <laughs> why I was having I thought about it. And I was like, let me think about how I can answer this. And I basically went on and was like, here's this legal term and here's this thing and here are these things that can happen and here are these approaches. And like the big thing is, you know, I don't want them to be uh, worried about something I have to worry about, but I also want them to know that like I can tell them about stuff that you work on that's challenging and they can talk to me about something challenging. So it's like, right, I, right. You, I don't know. You just want to have, you want to have an open line of communication. Right. right? That, that's, mm-hmm. that's how I look at it. So, so that kind of ties into the next thing I was going to ask. And, and Moltz, I think you're in this boat probably more than any of us, which is as kids get older, you can start to kind of not remove the veil of childhood, but you can include them with, uh, with more information about things in general, just whatever life, you know, happenings. And and that includes Mm -hmm. personal stuff from your past as well. Um, I, I've, you know, like there's certain stories I have not told my kids yet. Um, the, Lita really is fascinated by these stories of me. I think it's it's kind of and and seeing that fascination was kind of a weird moment of putting myself in her shoes and realizing, uh, you know, she's got a whole image of me and what I do and who I am that's <laughs> hers. That is, you know, I'm sure there's some reality based stuff there, but but really, it's it's the it's what she imagines. I do or who I am or what, you know, like the whole moral framework. So for example, the time when I was, you know, 20 years old and got pulled over on the freeway and there was like 50 cops with guns pointed at us and I had to lie down on the road. That was, I, you know, that's not something I want to tell my kids. Mm -hmm. I don't even think I told my mother about that. There was a lot of hinting, but I decided that she didn't need to know that. Did you tell that story on the show? (laughs) Yeah. What did you tell that? Did you tell that story? I may have. Show? Actually, I may have. I, I'm, you, I'm not, I can't I feel recall. like I, I know I've heard you say that before. I don't know if you told the whole story or not, but um, yeah, it was a story about. Yeah, dumb there's definitely. And, you know. Yeah, I I made. Yeah, I mean, man, and particularly around. Yeah, like around driving. <laughs> mm-hmm. I made many a poor decision, but, in my but youth, how, revolving around driving, that I will not discuss anytime in the near future. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, but I do, you know, I say, uh, you know, I try to like when he does something that we don't approve of and, you know, we have to talk about consequences and things and, you know, about how we're going to change things in the future and stuff like that. I mean, I also try to make sure that I say, this is normal stuff. You don't need to get really upset about this. I did dumb things too mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was your age. I had similar consequences. It's a, just the, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing you go through mm-hmm. and try not to make it as if it's 
the worst thing that anybody can do. I feel like, and I, I mean, I saw my brothers go through it, so I knew that it wasn't unusual, really. Right, um, right. And, and I don't know, like, I mean, the way my parents, my parents were very, <laughs> were not like that. I mean, they, they were pretty angry <laughs> uh-huh. when I would do things, when I yeah. would do things that were bad. And they were dumb things, and I should not have done them. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> um, and I don't know if that anger is, it has instilled in me something that, you know, made me not want to do it again. And maybe that's a good thing, or if that is, mm not a good thing in that it made me feel like I was a bad person. Hmm. I, I had similar parents and yeah. like they responded in, in with yelling <laughs> and punishment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plural punishments. But, but for me, I think for me, it was when I was, um, when I went to England, I realized that number one, that my parents kind of overreacted because I was a good kid but then also I saw like, this is why they overreacted because holy shit, here's a 15 year old kid who's strung out on heroin and um, lives in his own apartment because he doesn't, can't get a job and, or he's not going to go to, his education is basically done in terms of mm-hmm. classroom education. And so he's basically has, he gets money from the government and is addicted to drugs and lives in a shit, shit box apartment um, in the, in that's scary as shit and all the people around him are not helping him you know make good choices and god knows where his parents are so uh, seeing that um like like so a combination of drug addiction and um bad choices and being young realizing that my parents that in their mind that may be what they saw when they were mad at me for staying out till two in the morning or whatever and not calling or or you know being called by another concerned parent, which I would have gotten away with it as if it wasn't for that meddling parent. Um, <laughs> but, and God rest her soul, so I'm not going to go there. But anyway, point is, um, I guess, I don't know, I guess they were trying to do the best they could. And I think that was the first inkling mm-hmm. I had of that. Where like they They were trying to set me on a path and that path was a good path. They had my best interests at heart. It wasn't just like they're being mean grownups. It was like, no, it, yeah. you, you know, choices have consequences, et cetera, et cetera. Found out mm, a lot later that my dad spent the night in jail. <clears throat> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I believe that would have been probably about 10 years before I was born, maybe longer. So wow. that, interesting. that's an interesting uh, yeah, you yeah. Never ever. I think I'm sure my dad did stuff that he could have spent time in jail for. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, but did not. But did yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, he. They tell this story. I mean, I can remember them telling this story as if it was a just a. And it, you know, it seems kind of hilarious, but at the same time, I'm sure they were super drunk when they did this. They, um, <laughs> they, they wanted to drive. I think one of his friends went to Princeton, and they wanted to drive from Princeton to someplace in new england or something like that and so they wanted to drive up the jersey turnpike but it hadn't been finished yet <laughs> so they drove up and they moved they moved the sawhorses and they oh drove up the jersey God. turnpike <laughs> so yeah you know and i think it was it was in the middle of the night and i'm sure they were all rip roaring drunk <laughs> and it was probably in a you know gigantic piece of detroit mm-hmm. iron right massive um, american tank. And at least there you know there at least there was nobody else on the road 
there wasn't a road. Since really. it was not actually, yeah. <clears throat> wow. Uh, That's amazing. But, you know, but that, that, that amusing anecdote leads me to believe that there are, <laughs> there are a number of other anecdotes that are less mm -hmm. amusing. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 Or, anyway, frankly, I, to some of us, more amusing, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Depending so, on your point of view. Yeah. Yes. So when I you guess hear the them. thing is, I guess the takeaway, I don't know, Lex, uh, your kid, I don't know, you, do you feel like your kids are old enough for you to share that kind of stuff? I don't know what stories I have. Um, oh, you have stories. Maybe. Maybe you don't. Yeah, magic camp stories, I, I'm sure. I'm going to go with no. I don't think my kids are old enough <laughs> to have any stories that I do have. I don't have that many stories. That time you murdered I've someone at magic camp? Yeah, like right. there's the, the, <laughs> the time you actually sawed camp. someone in half. Right. Not like there's, there was like defacing signs while a camp counselor, but I think they have to be a little older to, to mm -hmm. fully appreciate how hilarious and dumb I was at the same did time. You, yeah. did, did you take the L out of public? No, like, I think I've told this on the show before, but, you know, when we had nights off as, as camp counselors, we would go around the, the tiny town the camp is in. Mm -hmm. And there were so many of those signs that had the sliding letters, you know, where you can swipe. Them oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was on anagram duty to figure out what other things we could make out of these things. And then <laughs> nice. the athletic guy would climb up the poles to actually rearrange the signs. <laughs> That's fantastic. But so I'd look at it and go, oh, you could totally spell um, really smelly butthole if you take some of those letters <laughs> around. So then you would climb up and do that. <laughs> Um, the worst was when we, uh, we borrowed some green paint from the arts and crafts department so that we could, uh, we were right on the border of a town called Hancock, which had one of those you know, green and white <laughs> sure. signs. Well, there you go. Welcome to Hancock. Your job is done. Mm -hmm. And we did a little bit of fixing to that sign. We made the sign a little bit better. And what did you say? Let's not do that. That was the only true defacing. Well, we painted over the H, the A, and the N. So then it just said, welcome to cock. <laughs> <laughs> I say that every night, so it's fine.